Saw your message, but I can't respond If you wanna stay the day I know it's too late, but we gon' kick it anyway Push my limits, push my limits, boy, yeah still with it If she with it, then it's right Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Full Court Press this episode is going to be extra special. Um, we have a special co-co-host with us. Um, my husband, Gerard, um, has, is joining us at the brown table tonight. Since we don't have a red table, this isn't red table talk. But he is joining us tonight, so we're so excited to have him. But before we jump in that, I kind of want to do a refresher. So we started off the podcast introducing who we are and just talking about wounds from there. Just speaking on brokenness and how to heal that brokenness. And from there, we kind of went into soul ties. If you did not hear last week's episode on soul ties, I think it's super, super important just to backtrack. Uh, listen to that episode first, because it really ties into today's episode. So today's episode, we're talking about boundaries, and it's actually entitled Building Boundaries, Not Borders. And that's mm. nothing political or anything like that, just a play on words. That's deep. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we kind of want to jump into boundaries because at the end, we're going to do a little something special. So why are boundaries important? So last week we spoke on soul ties and just on how building physical and emotional soul ties happens. And so one of the ways to really prevent that soul tie in the beginning from the get-go is really to build a boundary around yourself. Building a boundary doesn't necessarily mean you're eliminating people around you. It's just really building a fence to protect you from things such as soul ties, and particularly relationships. And honestly, this could be relationships with a person of the opposite sex. It could be relationship with a friend, family. Yes, they need boundaries too. You know, so honestly, this boundaries can stretch as far and wide so with boundaries it's so important to really build that because it, it really saves you from failure it saves you from setting yourself up to jumping into a relationship and then saves you from falling into a soul tie so for example if you're dating someone i think it's super super important to build that fundamental ground system of this is our this is my boundary this is what we're not crossing and even that may look like we're not going to go out after eight because it's too eight. dark. After <laughs> that's still early, right? Right. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Well, ten. You know, nothing late after ten. Or you can't come into my house um, while we're alone. Or little things like that. So keep in mind, our goal is really to help you maintain a, a, a relationship with purpose in a courtship. And so. If the courtship is something you're really looking to attain to do, one of those things that you're going to have to have that's so fundamental in having successful courtship is boundaries. The Bible says that it's very important for you to guard your heart above all, all else for it determines the course of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's very true. Like you need to be the boundaries. It helps you engage into healthy relationships. Yeah. And you don't want someone who may not be on the same path as you or maybe challenge your boundaries and then mm -hmm. you end up hurt. So like Jean says, it, it, it does protect you. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, um, even before I got married and I was dating, when I set boundaries, it really helped to filter who was really there for good and who mm -hmm. was there for bad. So who was really in it? for getting to know me, a deeper relationship, or who was in it just for, let's just say, sex or something like that. Right. So not only that, that boundary really truly helps protect you as well from, I guess, as you can say, the, the wolves in sheep's clothing as well. So just really showing true colors, showing what they're, they're, um, what they're really trying to get out of that relationship. 
Um, not only that, but boundaries really help. For instance, me as a woman, it adds value to who I am. Mm-hmm. When a man sees that you have certain, and baby, you can speak to this. Oh, but- <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my turn. No, yeah. but if and when a man sees that you have you have certain rules and boundaries to yourself, he respects it. Mm-hmm. I think it's us as women that we start to be like, well, I don't know if he is or if he isn't. If he can't respect your boundaries, he's not respecting you. Right. And so most yeah. men, when they take to that, they're like, well, this is a respectable woman. I have to attest to this. I have to fall back, listen to her boundaries and rules. But if we are as women or guys you know, vice versa, are not really holding true to to that, then they see that as an open window as well to make those boundaries fall as well. So if you're going to build boundaries, you got to stick to it. Yeah, no, most definitely. I agree. Uh, Because I know my my BC days, you know, (laughs) (laughs) uh, before Christ. Um, I actually, and it's funny how you always saying like even, or baby, how you said even um, before uh, we were married, you uh, kind of set up boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't really think guys go into relationships like, oh, you know, I'm going to just tell her, hey, you know, I'm uh, I'm trying to treat myself with self-respect and dignity. So, you know, you can't you can't come over to my house after 10. Like, <laughs> nah, no, they ain't yeah, like, no, no guy's not thinking about that. But usually I, I think that says a lot about where that guy is on their journey or like their mm-hmm, walk or rather mm-hmm. where their intent is for a relationship with you, right? So... Like, I know, like, even when, before Christ, like I said, when I was single, I didn't really go into relationships with boundaries in mind. If if a female said, oh, you know, if anything, if a female said, oh, this is my boundaries, like, this is, like, my cap, this is what I'm not going to do, mm-hmm. I was the guy that's like, all right, I'm going to inch as close as mm-hmm. I possibly can <laughs> to be oh, like, all right, man. you know, like, mm-hmm. all right, so we're we not doing this, but we can do this. Mm-hmm. And now since we're doing this, maybe are you open to reconsidering you know mm-hmm. trying this or you know going this far or you know like all the fellas out there know what i mean but i really do think like you said earlier it's just important mm-hmm. for like females or just women in general just to for one their standard um yeah. and the boundaries that they want to place around themselves and the standard they want to carry themselves at so when somebody comes around and they're uh, in a position where they can like affect that or tear that down no, I'm like, okay, this this person doesn't have my best interest in hand because mm-hmm. these boundaries are in place because this is what I feel is best for me at the time. Right. So if they're disrespecting that or they're going against that, then ultimately they're going against you. Sorry for beating on the table. No. <laughs> I know, you told me that I could not be on the table. I, mean, <laughs> I see, I see. It's, it's a bit of yeah, when you're going across. And you know but, what? It's another thing, like, for women. Sometimes because we want that relationship or person so much, we don't set those boundaries or even tell that person that we have boundaries yes. in the beginning because mm-hmm. we don't want to run them off. Because yeah. I know me, I've said it plenty of times before on this podcast that I've been a person that just really idealized a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid because I dated a lot of guys who were not in the church, who were not trying to be celibate at all yeah. mm-hmm. so i wouldn't yeah. tell them in the beginning that i was celibate yeah. and then when i did they will ask okay so like you said you'll you'll try to see like mm-hmm. how far you can get with a person that pretty much what they would yeah. try to do yeah definitely and even with that too we're assuming that yes we have a lot of 
Christian believers that are listening to this podcast, but there are non-believers who may not believe in God, don't understand that relationship. So even on the Christian side of it, um, when I walk with God, if your walk with God is strong, then even the guy that you'll be dating or looking to date, his walk with Christ should be equally as strong as well. So setting up boundaries should be something he's doing as well or vice versa. So it comes with so much more ease. But, you know, on the side of a non-believer, it's like, well, why should I have boundaries? I like the way things are now. Mm -hmm. And so even speaking to that as well, I mean, if you're in maybe, what, your second or third relationship, I mean, did what went wrong or why didn't it work for you then? And putting boundaries into place, why not give it a try is per se what I would say. Because even adding that, oh, go ahead, baby. Oh, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, I think you, I think you raised a good point about that because I'm just thinking about it like uh, from the perspective of a believer and a non-believer, right? So, like, I knew when I started getting serious in my faith with with Christ and we start courting, mm-hmm. I mainly started laying down those boundaries because at the end of the day, I wasn't just like I saw the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't just placing quote unquote boundaries in place because oh, like you know, I just wanted to get with you physically mm-hmm. or whatnot, I saw longevity-wise, I wanted to be married and I wanted to do it God's way, not necessarily my own. So yeah. that's why those boundaries were put into place. Now, from a non-faith perspective, honestly, those same boundaries can be put into place, but it's mm-hmm. probably based on a foundation that's not as firm as God's word, right? right? So like, for instance, like it can be, oh, you know, I'm going to be celibate until like I find the one that I feel is for me, right? Mm-hmm. Where that individual may not even have marriage in mind. And like, that may be something you want longer down the line, but you may be kind of like myself, the hopeless romantic where it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like they say all the right things. (laughs) When when we come together, you know, I feel sparks and everything. So I'm going to, I'm going to to let down this part of me that I build up and I reserved for my spouse, Mm -hmm. uh, for this individual. So like you're, you're temporarily dropping that wall, putting down that boundary, uh, for yeah. somebody that ultimately um, may not treat it the right, right way and not know what to do right. with it. Right, yeah, because yeah. even speaking from the side of a non-believer, setting up that boundaries, like I said, could really help you filter out who's really there for you or there for what you can provide them with. Mm-hmm. So even in a sense of that, like, why not set up those boundaries? You know, I always would preach, you know, do it God's way and wait for marriage and things like that. But if you're if you're not a believer, if you're not following then that boundaries really can help you filter and really see who's in that relationship for you. Not only that, it gives you a chance to discover that person without the sexual part of it involved. Because I think we were so quick to turn to that intimacy and building intimacy from the get-go. And then we really build our relationship from that intimacy than rather knowing that person without it. Mm-hmm. So why not get to know that person, build up that relationship, set up those boundaries in the get-go. And if you have a stable found firm relationship without the boundaries i'm sorry with the boundaries then you know that relationship can be successful all right and it's more than just physical boundaries you Mm -hmm. have emotional boundaries Mm -hmm. you have spiritual boundaries and this is something that we touched on at relate when they mentioned this it caught me like i was a deer caught in headlights they mentioned that you should have a spiritual boundary and that you shouldn't pray with someone who you are dating or getting to know mm-hmm. and i was like you know what wait this is, <laughs> like, so, no because <laughs> no, it, it may not be for everybody but for me so i'm going to explain it so they said that you shouldn't pray with someone that you are dating until you know for sure that this is the person that you want to marry okay. i was like you know what so the last guy that i dated 
He was a man of God, like, you know, in the church, everything, everything that I wanted. However, he had a lot of baggage that mm. came with him. Mm -hmm. But because he had that prayer life, that's something that I over like I, I love that so much in him that I overlook everything else. Right. Yeah. And it ended up hurting me. Mm. I realized I can't pray with someone. Yeah. Because I, I aspire to have a godly relationship so bad that if you're in the church, if you're if you can pray for me well, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, mm -hmm. I may fall in love. With you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's I, in the beginning, right? Yeah, can't, yeah. Beginning. So I mean, like I said, it's in the beginning, mm -hmm. and it, I mean, you may commit somebody, you know, day one, and y'all can pray together. But for me, yeah. I know that's something that I cannot do. Yeah. And another thing too that um, can help you even bypass getting in a situation that someone is testing your physical boundaries. In the beginning, if you have that boundary that you're not going to date someone who is a non-believer, like I'm not now, I'm not going to even entertain someone mm. who is not trying to live right by God. Right. I feel that if you are trying to live right and, you know, not only be a listener, but a doer of his word, then I think that you're going to respect my boundaries. I mm. think that you, well, you, I will hope that you are um, celibate as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like boundaries doesn't only stop with relationships. You know, they also continue, for example, family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. So, <clears throat> so I know have some stories. <laughs> I know for me, um, personally, like I've always had that relationship with my family where deep, but yeah, I can boundaries with my family. Um, so when I entered into marriage, it wasn't as hard of a problem. Um, because once you're married, there's just certain stuff you can't share with your family anymore. Mm -hmm. It's between you and your husband. Mm -hmm. And so, but I do remember from the very, like when we just got married, my mom was trying to counsel me on how to do this and how to do that. And I was like, mom, you know, I, <laughs> in a loving way, cause you know, the Bible still says, honor your mother and your mm -hmm. father. So you right. guys like, mom, but I respect your opinion. You as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's just like, I respect your opinion, value it always, but this is where I have to raise that boundary. So even in marriage with family or outside of marriage, just in fa with your family period, sometimes there needs to be boundaries that are mm -hmm. raised as well. Most definitely. I have a story for you guys. And this is, this, oh my goodness, like you really have to have boundaries with your family. I'm the baby of my family and I've been single for quite some time. So, of course, every time I go home, my family, so when are you getting married? Are you dating? <laughs> and I'm like, could y'all chill? Like, I'm happy in my singleness. Yeah. Like, chill. This was before because now I've made the decision that I'm not sharing if I'm dating um, someone with my mom. So, I'm singling mm -hmm. out my mom. This is her. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that I told her I was dating this guy and honestly before we I went on one date with this guy I had no intentions on pursuing anything else with him because I I immediately knew that he wasn't the guy for me yeah I remember like something happened and my mom they had to come up here and they ended up meeting him Oh my! Mm. Uh, so, so like my mom, she met him, and of course, you know, when you meet someone's parents, you're gonna give that, you know, two faced good side. Right. Mm -hmm. So they met him, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, he's such a great guy. Why don't you give him a chance?" That's how you and do, fellas. Like, you got to yeah. get to the mama I'm first. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
weren't you the one who said that I should date someone that's equally mm-hmm. yoked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when my mom, she's the type of person, like, she's in a church, but she'll throw her little spin on it. She'll yeah. tell me, don't date anyone who have kids, Ashley. Don't date anyone who doesn't have the same, you know, mm-hmm. amount of career, like a career mm-hmm. or money or whatever. I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. this particular guy, he had a child. And I knew that was something that I couldn't deal with. Right. And when she met him, she overlooked all of that. Oh, he only has one mm-hmm. child. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, so I ended up, you know, I gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. Why did I let my mom influence oh, that decision? I ended up getting into a relationship with this guy, and it was the worst decision of my life. Ah, uh, family. Worst decision. <laughs> so I told my mom from now on, I would never tell mm-hmm. you when I'm dating someone. Yeah. Never in life. Yeah. them factories man (laughs) they're needed they're needed even reflecting your own life where's places that you can really pull those boundaries up i know for us even in marriage entering into marriage we had to learn about boundaries in in that area as well just people that we may casually interact with before we're like okay well we can't really do this anymore for example like if i'm riding in a car alone with another co-worker who's male like that's something yeah i know i couldn't do so you know things like that or just certain talking to certain people past a certain time so you know before it was it things like that in the singleness or court it wasn't a problem but once we were married we had to create new boundaries Mm -hmm. even in marriage so don't think boundaries ends while you're dating oh yeah no not at all not at all yeah Um, like i remember Mm -hmm. like you touched on a good point i remember when we were dating like so me i'm that homeboy that's like friends with a lot of girls. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah. like it, that never worked out for me in relationships, right? Because mm-hmm. I was always that dude that like girls would hit up when like they fellas was doing their wrong for like a shoulder to cry on, and I'd be that shoulder mm-hmm. gladly, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, when I started courting Jean, that was definitely something that I needed to start setting up boundaries with. Not because I didn't trust myself, but more mm-hmm. so because I didn't want to give off the illusion or appearance of something being Mm -hmm. more than what it actually is right so um like i know it would be times when like me and some of my friends would be in in deep conversation as soon as it hit eight o'clock all right i'm gonna catch up with you tomorrow (laughs) like like i'm cutting Mm -hmm. it off at the instant because i don't even want to give um the appearance or like the opportunity for the enemy just to slip those thoughts in like oh you know she she's giving you the attention that your wife Mm -hmm. may not be giving you right Mm -hmm. now so you know like maybe you should talk to her a little bit more like um like all of those small things and like even from like uh, a perspective of even not being married like at the end of the day you don't want to you want to be careful with who you give your attention to who you tell your business to because i'm one person everybody don't need to be in my business so it's like if you're going through a relationship and you're just kind of like sharing all your stuff like willy-nilly with people like your your heart's going to be with all those people that you're sharing your emotions with or your thoughts with yeah, most definitely. Because um, even in friendships as well, like my closest friends, you know, like some things that I would say before, share before, I even had to start lifting those boundaries to like, you know, hey, this is between me and my husband. I can't really talk about that. So like even if you're dating or courting a stage, even think about that. Like what are some boundaries that you, you're going to start putting in place when you're married? Because really, as my pastor was really sharing this past weekend, that that kind of stuff really affair-proofs your marriage. It really saves it from destruction. You don't want to give any room whatsoever for the enemy to come in and, and try to mess you guys up. So these boundaries literally are out here saving lives. <laughs> you know, right. marriages, relationships. So, but at this time, so we kind of want to give you guys an idea of what boundaries look like for Gerard and I. Mm. 
while we were courting. So we're actually going to turn it over to Ashley and yes. she's going to um, interview us. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to try to take it light with Yeah, you take guys. it light. Take it light. But I do believe by our testimonies, I think we will be able to heal a lot of people and mm. transform lives for everyone. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. So, let's dive in. <laughs> They're looking so scared, y'all. So I'm scared. scared. I'm re- I'm I, 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 mean, I ain't never scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, y'all ready? Yeah, let's get it. All right. So, first question I have for you all. Did y'all already decide before y'all started to court? that Mm -hmm. you were going to be celibate and that you wanted to do things the right way? Was that a decision (laughs) that you made as an individual or when you came together and started to date? Yeah. Oh, I'll start and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Before I met Gerard, I was, um, not before I met him, before I started dating Gerard, I was actually in a, a sexual relationship before, but before that I always made a vow to abstinence and, and then now celibacy, waiting for marriage and things like that. And so after that relationship, I kind of, because during that time, my relationship with God was just like lukewarm all over the place. And after that, I had a season where I was literally like reborn with my relationship with God. And so I, I started back on track. Nothing and no one was going to break that relationship. And so um, I literally said the prayer of God that the next person that came into my life, I don't want anyone else to come in my, into my life unless they're my husband. Are going to be my husband, and I, I've told you that before. Um, no, literally, I, I, I said that prayer, and so, like, during that time, you know, I made the vow of waiting for marriage and things like that. So, Gerard and I were always friends, but then when we entered into a relationship or into the idea of a relationship, I told him straightforward that, you know, I'm, I don't plan on having sex till marriage. Um, but <laughs> sorry, he just, <laughs> it went down. His head just went down. <laughs> Hold on, wait, what was your thought? Yeah, what was your thought? When she told you that? Um, Honestly, it was uh, what I needed to hear. Um, So, like, and not to take away from you, but... um, So, yeah, when me and Jean started dating or read according, uh, I was staying in New York at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And before me and her started talking, I was in, like, probably, like, the lowest place that I've ever been, like, spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, He was just working on me in so many different ways. So, um, it got to the point that I was, I was kind of at that stage where, and it's crazy because Vince was talking about this last night. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out Vince. Um, but (laughs) just how like we go throughout life, um, just seeking for all those things to fill the void only God's love can fill Mm -hmm. and how I was filling that void was through women. So Mm -hmm. like I would just be just wild and just try, honestly, frankly, just trying to hit anything that move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just had this idea made up in my mind that I, if I can just get someone that'd be in a relationship with me, that'd love me or like that'd even just like, you know, tolerate me or like me, mm-hmm. somebody that I can like pour into and hopefully over a period of time, if I love them enough, they'll love me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I wanted. I was kind of in a position to settle. Um, and then like, it got to a point where I was in like a real, like nasty. And what I mean by nasty was just like, um, it wasn't no boundaries at all. Basically, mm-hmm. I was messing with, with one of my friends who I became friends with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just just real nasty. It was just like a web of things. But then when I broke that off, I was just at a point where I was just like drained. And like I was just crying. It was just like, God, the next person that comes into my life, I want you to pin them there. 
mm-hmm. and I won't chase after relationships. I won't chase after females. I won't seek. I won't seek love to fill this void that only you can fill. I'll focus on my relationship with you and whoever you bring my way. The next person you drop into my life, I know that that's who I need to be with. Mm-hmm. And it was just ironic that when I prayed that prayer, it wasn't even that long. It was maybe like a month. That like I was just like going after him and chasing him. That Gene popped up, and I always told myself, all my homeboys know this. When I met Gene in high school, I I always was crushing on her, Mm -hmm. considering my high school sweetheart. But um, I always told my (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't believe she 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 doesn't. But I but I always I always told myself that I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there with her. Like, I wouldn't be in a relationship with her because I knew I wasn't ready to give her what she deserved. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that she was wife material when I wasn't ready for that kind of relationship. So, I didn't mm-hmm. want to, like, mess that up. Right. So, I waited. So, then when he dropped her back in my life, I was like, oh, so you being funny. Like, you just, <laughs> you just basically going to bring around somebody that I already knew had the potential to be a wife anyway. So, that mm-hmm. was just confirmation for me that that mm-hmm. she was the one. And I already knew what she stood for. Like, I already knew she wasn't having sex before marriage. And at that time... I was so drained from trying to fill that void of his love, what sets, and just other worldly desires that mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I can do this celibacy thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what were the type of boundaries that you guys had to set for each other? Like, mm-hmm. did you sit down and say like, okay, so these are the do's and don'ts? Yeah. In the beginning, so in the beginning of the relationship, honestly, no, we didn't have that, which is why, like, we're so passionate about it now, because we just kind of kicked off our relationship, and we were long distance, Mm -hmm. so that was a hard part of it, so he was in New York, I was in Atlanta, and when we started our relationship, we started it long distance, we were talking on the phone, whatever the case was, before, we didn't really have a problem with boundaries, because he wasn't here, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't just always so easy, right, Right. we didn't have no struggles, (laughs) so then, really, the struggles didn't start until he started coming to visit and so like you got to keep in mind we've known each other for years and we've always had feelings for each other mm-hmm. like we've always been tracked always liked each other so now we're finally dating after almost what 12 plus years of friendship and then all these emotions boiled up mm-hmm. and then we're over the phone dating and then we're in one place all alone it's like okay i'm trying to get your own folks right <laughs> <laughs> no for real <laughs> so it's just like so, I mean, we, we didn't have sex or anything, but there there are many times where we came so close to it mm-hmm. that, like, it's just, like, it wasn't worth it. And so, thank mm-hmm. God for stopping us because even thinking about it, our marriage day will not have been as special. Marriage night will not have been as special as it was. But still, like, still there's still regret as to some of the things we did do, you know, in the midst of it. But after, I think, the first couple of visits, we were like, okay, we need to set some boundaries. And really, I don't think we really thought about it until they really started talking about it, a fusion mm-hmm. and all that and talking about accountability, mm-hmm. yeah. which we're going to talk about a little bit more too. So, you know, discussing what accountability looked like and introducing those people in life. So accountability is really when you put people in your life, like the title says, hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. So they're the people that get nosy, like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. How so you been here? Your relationship to them. Right, right, exactly. You tell them everything and they hold you accountable um, and accountable too because the Bible says confess. You know, so a lot of times we want to hold our sins in the dark as to what we're doing, what we're struggling with. Mm-hmm. And that's how the enemy really destroys us. That's how he gets to us because he, he not even believe you. No one will forgive you or you don't want to confess those things. But that's really how we're free. So really, we had to start confessing what we were messing up um, to our accountability couple. And so they really were the ones that helped us put our boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. 
So I think you two were both like in agreement that you wanted to wait for marriage, but mm-hmm. I want to get like your BC person. <laughs> <laughs> so most guys, like, like I said, if you tell them that you're celibate, mm-hmm. they will run the other way. Right. Mm. If you were not in that mindset, what would you have done? Would so, you still pursue something with Jean, knowing that she was celibate? Honestly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and the reason I say that, and I like I say this, so if I'm being honest, she was the one that really spoke up about setting the boundaries in our relationship mm-hmm. because... Like she and she knows this lust is like a big thing for me because like mm-hmm. once you think about it like that is ultimately what I was seeking to like replace God love before I got married to her even before we started courting, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is why it's kind of like and you mentioned baggage earlier like why it's so important to kind of like start praying against those those mm-hmm. spirits those strongholds those soul ties mm-hmm. um, before you get into marriage because once you in marriage you in there yeah. right um so. Yeah, like, it was times when, like, uh, I would, like, in my head be like, you know what, like, I know that, like, we aren't going to have sex, but I'm going to try to see if she would do this instead, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, not even, like, knowing that, once again, going back to the cap, knowing that sex is her cap, but, like, okay, let me try to see what I can, like, just get away with because my flesh is just, like, aching right now, like, it's Mm -hmm, on fire. Um, so when, when it came to us being in our relationship, like it really took, and this was really nothing but God, it just really mm-hmm. took him just working on me being like, you know what, like, like she touched on earlier, like the things that you want now are going to be so much better for you in marriage because you can enjoy it so much freer than mm-hmm. in the midst of our court. And it would be times where, okay, so, uh, we actually, and if I'm jumping ahead, just cut me off. Mm-hmm. So we actually sat down and had the conversation for like, okay, what are some things that, um, get me excited and what are some things that get you excited mm-hmm. so me my love language is touch you touch me on my ears it's, it's game time mm-hmm. so <laughs> um like yeah like physical touch was a big thing for me mm-hmm. so i like to be touched but it was also something that kind of got me aroused and got me going right um kind of similar to Jean. her biggest thing was like kissing like she said straight up like i can't kiss you because mm-hmm. like if i kiss you then it's gonna lead to other things and in my head i'm like well, dang, I can't, I can't have sex. <laughs> right. I can't do this. I can't no, do he that. he did tell me that. He's like, well, we already can't do this, so I can't kiss too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, was like, I can't kiss, kiss on the teeth, right? And um, and yeah, that I mean, I, I didn't agree with it, and honestly, I kind of like not necessarily fought her on it, but I kind of tested that boundary mm-hmm. to see, like, well, you know, what if we kiss, and then like, if it becomes too much, you tell me mm-hmm. to stop. I promise, I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's just like, nah, that's that's a big thing for me, and that's something that I want to do. So I respected her on that, mm-hmm. and it was it was tough. Uh, we had to come up with different ways to show affection, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was um, to answer your first question because I kind of mm-hmm. went on a tangent. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely would have pursued her, but I'm glad that I did with the mindset of I'm going to. I have similar boundaries as her, but even if I didn't, that I was going to respect those boundaries that she did have. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah, those conversations are very needed. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be self-aware. You mm-hmm. need to know what are your limits. Right. I know for yeah. me, I made a vow that I cannot drink around a guy mm-hmm. at all, period. Yeah. If we're dating, I will yeah. not drink around you at yeah. all. And because I know me. Yeah. Once that liquor hit, <laughs> <laughs> so like my mama said, you need to go take a cold shower. Yeah. But um, 
that that's just something that I know I cannot do. I can't, mm-hmm. like, I will not allow anyone to come over to my house. And mm-hmm. I'm not dating now. And see, that's the thing. I have all of these boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. Like, I've written out my boundaries. Mm-hmm. But I'm so afraid to date because I don't mm-hmm. know, like, if I will, like, stand true to them mm-hmm. or, if, you know, if I will break and crumble. So that's, yeah. that's like, one of my biggest fears when I do mm-hmm. decide to date. But, um... Well, I will say, though, like, and to give Gerard credit, like, our relationship would not have worked or setting those brownies would not have worked if he didn't step up as a man and really start to enforce it, at, mm-hmm. like, altogether. So in the beginning, it was rough. It was, like, because this was new to him. This was completely new to him, having boundaries. Um, and then it, it was similar to me having to be in this deep of a relationship and struggling with being with someone who was struggling with having the boundaries. But then when his relationship with Christ grew as we were dating and throughout time, I started seeing the, the, the shift. You know, I started seeing the change. And, you know, there would be occurrences where we may fall or something would happen. But then, you know, he'd be like, you know what, we, we got to pray. We got to repent. We got to. And I'll just be like, oh, you know, we're sorry, not going to do it again. But he's in a mentality. No, we need to get down and pray and repent now and don't let this happen again. Mm-hmm. Even when we had our accountability couple, you know, he would be the one to be vocal. Like, this is where we're at now. This is what it, what the case is always tying them into. And so even still, like, if you're setting boundaries, whatever case, you are going to have instances where you mess up. We're human. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not perfect. Only Christ is perfect. So, like, we are going to have instances where we fall short, where you may fall into temptation. But it's really how you react from that temptation. Mm -hmm. Are you still going to keep doing it and say, you know, God, I'm sorry, I did it again? Or are you really going to start adjusting the changes? And so for us, yeah, we fall short, but then we started making certain changes. So, like, we, you know, when he came to visit, we can't sleep in the same bed. You know, he would have to sleep on the floor. I'm the one that pressed the line. I remember vividly. It was mm-hmm. one night. Uh, we tried it out. And it worked. So I moved from the bed to the floor. Yeah. And then I, cre- I creaked over from the floor to the bed. She was like, I right, gotta get out the room. <laughs> so I crept I from the couch. I, I went to the couch. And then from there, yeah. I went from the couch to the bed. And then, like, yeah, after that night, we were like, yeah, we really got to do something different. Yeah. Um, so after that, and man, when I tell you this, even here, I knew like, all right, God, this you. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, when I started coming down to visit, I just get an Airbnb. Yeah. And stay there. Yeah. And this is like me, like, I mean, I'm broke in college. And like, <laughs> if y'all know me personally, y'all know my testimony about me when I was in graduate school. I didn't have no money. Mm-hmm. So it's really me, like, using my last mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you know what, I'm a respect yep. this boundary i'm gonna hold this standard yeah and yeah i'm gonna travel maybe like 15 20 minutes away when i can sleep right here sleeping right here is more convenient but it has our relationship at a higher risk right yeah. let me distance myself so i can honor you and honor god and mm-hmm. i can tell you god sees those sacrifices because even like when we were planning our wedding there's certain miracles that just really kept popping up that favors in our lives and so i really truly believe that because it's at, at the end of the day we came back we repented and we honored him you mm-hmm. know we came back to the end of the day to to the foundation of that i love to like give you guys stories of like things that happened to me in the past because i think some people actually experience the same thing as me mm-hmm. and i think it will help for you guys i dated this guy about three years ago and he didn't have a relationship with God or anything like that. He grew up in the church, but he didn't have that faith right. as an adult. I was celibate then, but then we 
cross those boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I grew an attachment to him. But he was living in San Francisco and he was traveling back and forth to visit me and saying, you know, I would travel there as well. But then because of the distance, we decided that it couldn't, it wasn't going to work. And then about three months later, he decided that, you know, hey, I want to give it another try. I'm going to move back to Atlanta. But when he moved back, I remember one of the things that he told me when we decided that we were going to call it quits. Mm. He said, Ashley, you need a man of God. I'm not that. Mm. Oh, wow. At least he recognized. Yeah. Yeah. So that continued to play back in my head when he decided that he, you know, he Mm. called me up and he was like, you know, I want to date you again. I'm sorry, Mm. can I ask you a question real quick? So when you were dating him, like, did you think that, um, did he like meet everything on your list beside that? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, Mm -hmm. okay. I have a similar story. Yeah. It was like maybe two weeks before. Cause I, I, when we talked on the phone, I was like, okay, maybe we could, you know, make this thing work. Mm -hmm. But I still had that in the back of my mind. So when he moved here, I had just gotten into a car accident and everything. And honestly, I was already scared to even come face to face with him Mm -hmm. because I knew deep down inside I wanted the relationship, Mm -hmm. but I knew it wasn't going to work, that we were going to be at war with each other because I had just given my life back to Christ completely. And I knew that he wasn't on that level. Mm. I remember we sat down and we talked, and this was recent because like when he moved back, I completely disappeared on him. (laughs) He ended up getting into another relationship, but he will always come back in contact with Mm. me. Mm -hmm. But the final time, because I felt like I always kept that door open, but the final time we actually sat down and I was like, listen, you're like, you're not going to respect my boundaries that I have. And I know that you are a sexual being. Mm -hmm. That's something that, you know, you crave and that's what you need. And that's what you need in order to feel love. I'm not going to be able to give that to you. Mm -hmm. And because of everything that I've been through, I respect my relationship with God way more than I would ever respect any relationship that I would have with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm no longer going to treat God as if he's the side chick. I can't do it with you. It was hard for me to tell him that because I knew he was a person that we we mesh well together Mm -hmm. on everything Mm -hmm. else. It's up there. It's up there. That's that one thing. He'll talk to you. Yeah. I would would tell people, I... um, like how I know if if anybody asks me, Gerard, how do you know Jean was the one for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I always say it was her relationship with God that mm-hmm. drew me to her because it was um, somebody that I was dating before her met everything on my list. Mm-hmm. Like the ideal person that I thought I was going to be with, mm-hmm. but she was a different religion. And it got to the point, even in that, I was trying to compromise. Yeah, where, like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, you don't want to convert? Okay, you don't have to convert, but our kids got to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And, like, all this and that. And it just got to the point where it's like, why, like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, I've been <laughs> in that situation, too, like, with the guy. So glad that we had this conversation. We both made the decision, like, hey, we, I don't think, like, we're going to be able to date because, one, I don't want to have kids and then have them make that decision right. whether or not they're going to be Muslim or Christian. Right. I don't yeah. want to put that on my kids. Yeah. So, let's not even entertain this idea. Mm-hmm. Right. 
sidebar going back to Gerard's story. I knew she was going to go back to that. <laughs> I was like, come on, Ashley, say no, anything. No, no, just go, no, I'm not going to say anything, but I just think it's funny because he used to talk to me about that relationship. Like, we were friends. Oh, I did? Yeah. Ooh. And I used to talk to you about my, which was so funny. Fellas, anyway, don't do that. We're love. No, crazy. I'm just, anyway. But yeah, like, you know, just, you can't, you can't really set boundaries with everyone that doesn't work it really really depends where their mindset is because like i said if i had tried with any other guy because i did try it with my ex that's how we started you know i'm not having sex and he completely ripped that apart he didn't even care but you like you know if you're setting boundaries with the right person who's willing to work with you with those boundaries and set boundaries for their own selves it's gonna work Mm -hmm. but if you're with someone who can care less you know what your boundaries are then you know you're with the wrong person so that means no missionary dating (laughs) no missionary (laughs) dating oh and i will say this too um because, you know, I see couples and Christian couples that do it sometimes and to each its own. But I will say that um, traveling while dating together. Y'all should have seen her face. You should have seen her face. But, um, yeah, don't set yourself up for failure. I think that that's one of the things we discussed, too, was that we didn't necessarily want to travel together. The only time I actually traveled, and I won't even say traveled, really, with Gerard was when I went to his graduation. And even at that... I stayed in his aunt's house full of people. <laughs> so we were never really alone. But even in even in that case, like, don't set yourself up for failure. If courtship is something you know you want to do and you want to do it your right way, don't put yourself in places where you know you're going to fail. We know we're going to fail being in alone. tropical places? You know, tropical places. You're in the mood. Yes. You know, the, the setting is right. The, the lights is you low. You don't even have to be you dating, know? but just being in that setting, trust yeah. me, something is going to go down. Yeah, and that is one, like, when people, y'all know I love to travel. I made the decision. One, I started traveling by myself because I suffered from anxiety. Like, I could not go anywhere mm. by myself at all, period. I was afraid of people. Still to this day, sometimes it's it's some things I still suffer with, like with the anxiety. Right. But now I've been to four or five countries by myself solo. Mm. Another reason why I travel solo is because I traveled with guys before. Right. I've made mistakes while I was traveling. So mm-hmm. I knew going forward that I was I, I was not gonna travel with a guy again. Yeah. Unless we you see, that's the thing. I don't know if it's going to be like if we're engaged, uh, married. Yeah. No? Look, yeah. no. Okay. Look, I'm going to tell you, when you engage, it's like, yo. It's, it's like it, 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 almost it, I'm almost there. It's yeah. like, yo, it's going to overdrive. Like, yeah. sometimes I, I wouldn't even touch that girl. Like, I'm, Yeah, like, it's, like, it's even worse when you're engaged. Yeah. I think some people, once you get engaged, like, you know, things cool. No, it intensifies like a hundred mm-hmm. times. But, you know, um, even with traveling like when you're traveling together after marriage it's so much more rewarding because mm-hmm. you can do things together and not feel the guilt of it mm-hmm. like one of the most heaviest feeling is feeling that guilt after you know you've done something wrong or after you've messed up whatever so why why put yourself through that emotion or that feeling mm-hmm. it's so much more rewarding when you can do it the right way you take that trip together mm-hmm. and you have no boundaries you know it's just you two and enjoying each other fully with no guilt in the midst of it all. Now, I will say this. For some people, like, maybe they probably thinking, like, oh, well, you know, I can travel with somebody and, you know, not be tempted. And mm-hmm. honestly, if you, like, if you know your uh, your tolerance, then, okay, cool, that's you. Yeah. But um, the word also say, like, flee even the appearance of sin, right? right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm fellas... Guys, listen to me. I'm telling you, when she come out that water, that sign hit her the right way, 
and yeah. them drops falling for it, all that, oh, all that gosh. scripture gonna go out the window, bro. Like yeah. I'm, I'm telling you that now. So yeah. just you and honestly, like even with boundaries, like we've been talking a lot about um setting boundaries with like other people other things mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. honestly like i know at least for me like i had to um practice boundaries within myself right mm-hmm. like it's still certain things that i had to cut off like things such as like the type of music i listen to yeah like the kind of yeah. movies i watch because like keep in mind like i'm so a no teddy pendergrass listen like <laughs> i remember when i first got saved yo i could not listen to any like 90s r&b Oh, I right. remember that. I mean, we, I, 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 I all know we ain't listening to R. Kelly right now, but, oh, yes. but back in the day, like, because mm-hmm. honestly, if I would listen to that music, like, it would take me back to like mm-hmm. my college years, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I, <laughs> <laughs> yo, no, y'all, y'all like had that. me so convicted, like, when I heard that song, I was, you know, I was dancing, and I was like, yeah. wait, can I, can I listen to Chinky now? But no, nah, just, yeah. just small things like that, like, a lot of people would think like, oh, you know, like, I can still... I can seek this relationship with God or I can seek this new ideal of like a relationship, this Mm -hmm. covenant with this Mm -hmm. person that I want to marry and still do the things I was doing in the past and it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you can't be half and half with God. You got to be 100% in. Yeah, right. So it's like for... It spits you out if you look warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we definitely, we spoke on a lot and we really just want to emphasize three main points and really setting up boundaries in your relationships, friendship, with family, wherever you are in life, um, you can still set up these boundaries and even practice. If you're not in a relationship, this is good practice for a relationship, for courting and then into marriage. So um, number one, we have accountability. Um, Accountability is so, so, so important. So once again, we kind of talked about it. Gerard and I had accountability while we're courting and you you can even have accountability while you're married throughout that season and that person is can be you don't have to have a deep relationship with that person all you need that person for really is to say hey this is where we're at this is what's happening can you pray with us can you you know just speak with us and that's that you don't have to be best friends you don't have to you know have the tightest relationship it's just someone that you know you can entrust these moments with your feelings your thoughts um, your relationship and can and can really hold you accountable. Someone who will check up, you know, what's going on, where you guys at. If you're dating, courting, and do not have an accountability couple, I urge you, strongly urge you to find one, whether in your church, whether in your circle of friends, um, but people you can trust as well. Yeah, and I would know? probably say try to, um, well, not try, do find uh, individuals that reflect where you want to go. So keep in mind, yes. like, longevity is the goal, right? So... If you're single, as much as, you know, your homegirl or your homeboy may be like a relationship guru, don't go to them about relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Like, seek somebody that is, it has been married for 20 years, has been yeah. married for 30 mm-hmm. years. Or even yeah. like someone that may just be recently married. Like, if you just want to actually have a genuine conversation about some, with somebody about, oh, what is marriage like? Me and my partner want to explore that together. Like, what, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So you can have somebody walk you through it. You kind of want somebody to be able to pour that wisdom into you that um that has already been where you are right now if that makes sense yeah and definitely and a lot of times they can see the size of you that you or your partner may not even be able to see you know they can point out certain things certain habits that you guys may not be recognizing because for us gerard and i keep thinking we kept having the mentality that yeah you know we can handle it that he can sleep in the living room everything will be okay and it's really them pouring into like no if you want to have a firm ground, let him stay in somewhere completely separate. Mm-hmm. You know, Airbnb, whatever the case is, do it. 
make it happen. And we did, you know, but we really needed that couple to really help drive that firmness into it and say, if this is what you're serious about, you know, make it happen. Let's see, what what are you going to do in this case? Are you going to keep saying that, yeah, we keep messing, or are you going to change the circumstance? So really that person to really drive and push you along. Number two, we have don't set yourself up for failure. Again, you know, like if you know you're you're in certain situations, again, you know, if it's late at night and, and she's asking you to come over, or he's asking you to come over, mm, don't, don't do it. You know, this is something you're you're really serious about. Don't set yourself a failure. Have certain boundaries. We're not going to go out after this time. We're not going to spend time alone. We're not going to talk about these certain topics, little things like that. Or I'm not going to wear certain things around you that I know might be inappropriate or things like that Mm -hmm. so in a relationship that's some stuff you you guys need to talk about too as well yeah also prepare yourself like before you go out on a date or go meet with the person that you're courting remind yourself hey this is something that i should not do while i'm with them Mm -hmm. control your body language like you say um said because say for instance if you guys are sitting on the couch watching the movie don't put mm-hmm. your legs over that boy. <laughs> you don't know what may happen. So control, like, yeah. let your words yeah. match what your body is saying and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if someone tests your limits, know how to say no to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, Definitely that, no. yeah, that's a good point she touched on. I would probably say, if anything, like, just remember that you have to be, like, intentional mm-hmm. um, with, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you're, uh, you're going to be doing when you um, are trying to practice setting up boundaries because it doesn't necessarily come easy um you know even though even if you know it's the right thing to do yeah like we're so natural just as humans to just doing what feels good but when you're setting up boundaries and you're putting barriers between something that you desire in that moment you're not getting that instant gratification like it's something Mm -hmm. that you're gonna have to be patient with and you have to really actually know uh why you're why you're doing something for you to go the distance for it so even i will also just um convince you all or rather just encourage you all just to have like a mindset or like a mission or ideal of like what you want to reach for and mm. or rather what you want to work towards and just like work towards it like don't just go into setting boundaries like oh, okay i'm just setting boundaries because because i'm you know trying to make my partner happy but it should be all oh, i'm either going or i'm setting up these boundaries in this relationship because i want to I do what's good for me from uh, from a health perspective. I want to be in a healthy relationship. I want to be in a godly relationship. Yeah. I want to uh, make sure that I'm respected and honored in the way that I should um, and that I'm giving myself solely to someone that can return that. Um, and once you have that ideal of what you're reaching towards, it makes it so much easier for you to set up those boundaries and follow them. Yes. And that's like, you have to be able to develop Mm self-control. You cannot control anyone else's actions but your own. So if you develop that self-control, that's uh, accountability all in itself. Yeah, definitely. And then when our third um, point, develop wisdom and good judgment. I think we all have made mistakes and we know what we should do and what we shouldn't do. Um, and it's a scripture that I really want to share with you guys because when I read this, it really hit home for me. It's from Proverbs, um, chapter four, five through seven, get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you, love her, and she will guard you. Mm -hmm. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you could do. And whatever else, 
you do develop good judgment. Mm-hmm. So it's it like I said, it's very important when you make that mistake, repent, mm-hmm. repent mm-hmm. and turn from your ways and do better. Yeah, write down whatever is necessary so that you don't make that mistake again. Get those accountability partners. Submit your relationship to someone that you aspire to have a relationship um, like, and or even you know just submit it to God. Do like when you create boundaries. Create the boundaries based on his word. And even your boundaries, you can um, discuss with your accountability partners as well. So they're aware of what what, um, restrictions you guys have set up and can really help enforce that as well. All right, guys, we are moving into this week's stipulation. And since we have our special guest, (laughs) co-host, we're going to allow him to share his stipulation this week. All right. Uh, So uh, my sticky situation I was with a uh, young woman that uh, I actually ended up being friends with in college. Um, and once again, keep in mind, I was that that fella that was friends with all the homegirls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, back in the day, I was kind of nice. So, you know, she was feeling your boy. And, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, just, just a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she wanted to be in a relationship with me. Um at the time, I had just got a, out of a serious uh, relationship with somebody I was dating for a few years, and I was kind of at this stage where, like, I was still kind of, like, grieving from that, so I was like, mm. oh, you know, like, if anybody asks me if I'm in a relationship, I'm just going to say, yeah, like, I'm still in a relationship, so nobody went and talked to me, mm-hmm. um, but the girl had dumped me a long time ago, so that's <laughs> when I was just lying. Uh, so uh, it got to the point where... Uh, me and this girl had like extremely poor boundaries. Like she would call me like at maybe like eleven o'clock at night, like, oh I'm bored, like can you come over? And you know, I'm in college, mm-hmm. so I'm like, Yeah, sure, why not? Um so I would go over and she would be in like just like t shirts and like, you know, just oh. underwear, yeah. but T-shirt you know Right. So but you right. know, keep in mind we don't have any any title or anything. This is mm-hmm. just a friend. Um so you know, me, like I said, not really setting those boundaries in place of what I witnessed up and what I would accept. I continue to place myself in situations where it was like, oh, you know what? Like, even though we're just friends right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, she was still, if anything, she was like testing the waters to see how far she can go. Oh, yeah. Girls be doing that, yeah. too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so eventually, I, you know, I, I fell into the trap. Oh, and I, uh, you know, we we end up having sex. I know I'm sorry, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we started dating. Um, and it was a really toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a lot of um, just insecurities and trust issues on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, because of how what I was still dealing from my past relationship and what her expectations was coming into the relationship. Um, it just didn't work out. So we dated for a little while. Eventually we broke it off. Um, but then uh, it got to a point where, so I was her first plot twist. What? Yeah. No. So, did you know that? I, so, <laughs> I Because did. I know most guys, if they know that you are a virgin, some guys, they would say, because I have some friends that they talked about this you know, topic, uh. they would not. <laughs> that's actually our next yeah. episode is virginity code yeah so they so. would not like date the person if they are a virgin yeah so mm. that was that wasn't one of the main reasons i wanted didn't want to date her mm. um but 
it was something that like made me like really like hands off when it came to physical. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, you know, she did tell me she was a virgin, but I didn't feel like her. And at this point I wasn't a virgin. So I knew like the importance of like your first time. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to like be that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually it got to a point where she just kept like, you know, pressuring me mm-hmm. about it. So we had that conversation. I was like, are you sure? Because these are my expectations, you know, these, are like my thoughts going into this. So mm-hmm. if you are okay with this, then yeah, sure. And you know, I believe she made that decision, like not necessarily using like any wisdom, but mm-hmm. just more so her heart. So yeah, we uh, we went with it, and it was a bad idea. Um, so since I was her first after we broke up, um, she was at the point where she didn't want to have sex with anybody else because she didn't want to, you know, any um, bad labels being on her or anything. So mm-hmm. she would literally reach out to me. It was like, hey. Um, I know we're not dating anymore, but can we be friends with benefits? Like, you know, I like what we're doing um, and, you know, I want to keep doing that, but I just want to make sure that um, we, that I can keep doing what I'm doing with you physically, Mm -hmm. but not be, you know, out here doing it with anybody else Mm because I already know you. So me, once again, not having any boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. Oh, like, God. Okay, that's all I got to say. I'm different now, baby. I'm different. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm very new when I was saying first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, we just ended up uh, having a um, friends with benefits relationship, which is, like, the, like, pedestal of, like, no boundaries, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, like, it just made things even worse. So, yeah, it was just harder. Uh, I made it harder on myself and honestly for her mm-hmm. to like get out of that relationship and then even like form relationships with other people mm-hmm. um which is why i kind of we touched on it earlier but just that like mm-hmm. repentance aspect like yeah. it's repentance is as much for me as it is for her and what i mean yeah. by that is that repentance is as much for the person that committed the sin um and also for the person that was hurt during the sin like yeah. it provides that freedom it provides that um, taking away that guilt and that shame that you get for like acting outside of your boundaries so mm-hmm. that um you know once you get to a point where you actually you know meet somebody that you want to do those things with and doing it in the right way you don't have those thoughts of like what happened in the past mm-hmm. kind of yeah. lingering over you yeah and i think like that's honestly why i love when you do speak your stories and stuff because that's the whole gold really of this podcast to to show you guys yeah we've done it we've been there we've done it the wrong way we've done it our own way and now we're on the other side of doing it God's way. And it's so much more rewarding than doing it the world's way. Mm-hmm. Like we're sharing this because we've done it that way. We, we have tried the world's way and it does not work. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's why we share these stories. That's, that's really what we're here for, to show you guys that courtship works. Doing it God's way works and it's so rewarding. And we will continue sharing these stories and pushing this information out. Um, we're hoping to release an episode called Virginity Code. Um, next week there's actually something interesting i like to do with that episode um so stay tuned thank you guys so much for joining us again also we just want to leave you guys with this don't think that because you are grown that you don't need boundaries or anything like that and you can handle it yourself god he has created boundaries to protect us Mm -hmm. and god he was tempted so who are you to think that you're not going to be tempted without boundaries so Yes. Remember that to, next yes. week so that you're not in a sticky situation. Oh, yes, Especially baby. like mine. Y'all don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. Thank you, baby. Thank you. So, um, of course, and per usual, you guys stay blessed and have a sticky relation free week. Bye. Bye. Peace. I can't let you go.
best way It's too late, baby, let shit say Don't know where we can take that soul Cannot let you show Got bad intentions On that summer night Oh, she wanna fight Lonely, but I think I'm fine She don't know me She got some things she can show me I think I'm working it